0: Hey, bro, you mind putting on some pants? I find a little weird. I have to ask twice.
1: Three hours of sports talk. That would be terrific. That would be great, huh? Terrific. That was terrific. Only on ESPN New Hampshire.
2: Welcome back to the Sports Blast, everybody. We're here on ESPN New Hampshire, live from the ESPN New Hampshire studios in Nashua. Hour number three, our final hour. Hour numero tres, final hour of the show. If you want to call in and talk, Patriots, Texans.
0: Since we're now uh, one of the only local programs,
2: right? Well, we are one of the uh, the last men standing, basically here <laughs> for, now. for now. For now. For <laughs> now. And uh, yeah, so if you want to join in the conversation here with uh, one of the uh, final remaining local uh, programs on ESPN New Hampshire, feel free to chime in. There's feel only free. The two
0: of us, we can only speak so much. It's just the
2: two of us. We need some uh, assistance here. We've been talking for two hours. I don't it's know gone if we well. can. I don't know if we can keep on going. Has it? I, I feel like it's gone well. Yeah, it's gone fine. Yeah, we've done all right. Can I think. Have- we have oh look at that! Look at that. As That's soon something. as I say something, hey. all right,
0: you're gonna give me a what second? Now. Well, Brian's
2: <laughs> gonna go answer the phone because yeah, we've got, so we've got the two people in here, and now Brian's left the room, so I'm just sitting here talking to myself. And uh, what we're gonna talk about this segment is uh, the L.A. Chargers, San Diego Chargers, everybody moving to L.A. And we're going to discuss whether or not that's a wise decision. I mean, it doesn't seem like a very smart business move if you're the San Diego Chargers. It doesn't seem like a very good business move if you're the NFL. Because you are diluting one market by splitting the two fan bases in two. We're talking about LA. Brian's back in the room now. Yeah. So got, let me catch you up a little bit. Okay. All right. We're talking about San Diego going to LA, and they are now diluting that LA market by splitting the fans.
0: Before, Into two teams. Bu- buf- before we do that, uh-huh. Eric from Manchester wants to talk. Pat. All right,
2: Patriots. let's do this. Eric from Manchester, what do you got on the Patriots tonight?
0: Hey, uh, I couldn't get through on the uh, three to six show the other day, so if uh,
1: Jimmy's listening there, I want some good luck. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All
2: right. Hey, uh, thank, watched, you. thank you for the fella, best wishes. And
1: I uh, moved on to Green Pastures. So uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the Patriots. I think I I, uh, I think they're going to win. The uh, I think it's going to be a blowout. Yeah, that's I mean, person.
2: really the only question, Eric, right, is like how big is the uh, deficit going to be for oh, the Texans? I was
0: like 38 to 10 or something like that. Yeah, right I was thinking 35 to 10, right. so we're, we're around the same ballpark. I think so. they'll be
1: safely see safe. And then I think the uh, Pittsburgh is going to upset Kansas City. So you heard it here first. <laughs> hey, have
2: a great
0: show. <laughs> All right, thank you.
2: Hey, thank you for the call, man. I appreciate it. And look, I think uh, Pittsburgh's definitely got a chance. I don't know if I'd even call that an upset, Kansas City uh, losing to Pittsburgh, because I think that that's a pretty even game right there. Yeah. Uh, That's a again. That's the one that Vegas picked as the closest spread. It's a one and a half point advantage for uh, Kansas City, and again they're at home, so they're getting three points. Really, Pittsburgh is favored by one and a half if it's at a neutral playing site. But I I I agree with both takes there. It's going to be something like thirty eight to ten tonight in this uh, Houston game uh, against the Patriots. They don't stand a chance. They even come close. They they can't even keep it close. This is what we've been. We've had uh, a pretty bad game to have to discuss having three hours for just the two of us to talk about the Patriots and the Texans. Pretty ridiculous that we have to even go over that game because we all know the outcome. And barring something ridiculous occurring, like Tom Brady getting injured and then Jimmy Garoppolo getting injured, we're not going to see Houston come out of here with the victory tonight. We just won't. And I know that anybody can call, anyone who wants to call up and say, hey, this is why we play the games, I know. I know this is why we play the games. The game has to be played. But please, like, come on. Does anyone out there actually think Houston has a chance? I want that phone call. I want to hear that phone call. I want to hear somebody actually explain to me how Houston can pull off a victory here. Because I agree with Eric. I do. It's going to be a blowout. It is. It's going to be a 38-10, to 40-9 sort of blowout. Uh, the only question I have is can Houston amass 10 points tonight? Yes. Can they? I say 14. They might get there. It's going to be a struggle for them, though, and it'll probably be in garbage time
0: if they do. i say Lamar Miller scores early to make it interesting, and then that's it.
2: I don't even think it's going to be interesting.
0: I think it's interesting for the first two and a half quarters.
2: might be interesting for the first two and a half minutes, depending <laughs> on who gets the football first.
0: <laughs> it might
2: not even matter who gets <laughs> the football first, but I'll tell you what, if the Patriots get it and they go down and score, the game's over. If the Patriots score a touchdown on the opening drive, if they get the football first, It's over. The route is on. Houston's not coming back from that. Especially when Brock Osweiler goes out there and goes three and out because he can't throw the football. Mm. Guy can't throw it to the outside. He can't throw it deep. What can he do?
0: He can throw it in the middle.
2: He can throw it in the middle and hand it off. That's two things. Two things that Bill Belichick has to account for. That's more than when RG3 Houston's on do. offense.
0: That's more than RG three can do. So he, he's, he's RG three is on a one in fifteen team.
2: <laughs> That's it's nowhere near the postseason. Why are you even bringing up RG three? I
0: don't know.
2: Brock Osweiler sucks, guys. Anyone out there? Again, I just want to hear
0: an, an opposite opinion. Anyone think that Brock Osweiler is good? Anyone.
2: Anyone who thinks Brock Osweiler can can uh, hold a torch to what's going on here in New England and actually have a big game, because there is that mantra out there about Brock Osweiler, by the way. There are those who believe he's like a big game guy, or maybe he's got it in him to be a big game guy. I haven't seen it. From what? The eight games he played in Denver last year and he got benched for the 50-year-old Peyton Manning, who couldn't, who couldn't stand up on his own, basically?
0: They won in spite.
2: They went in spite of the quarterback last year, Denver yep. did. Absolutely. Even if
0: Osweiler started, I feel like. It was they, all
2: about the defense. Right. And I'll tell you what, this Houston defense, for being the number one defense in terms of yards allowed, is nowhere near what the level
0: uh, of the Denver defense was no, last year. No, because they could really attack the quarterback. They could
2: attack the quarterback and they could cover.
0: Yeah. They had, I don't
2: think that Houston really has the ability to do either. They had all the bells and whistles on that team. They're exceptionally overrated. And I'll tell you what—it's not that the Patriots aren't overrated on defense either. They are. The Patriots are an overrated defense. Right, but they haven't played anyone. They—they they really haven't. No, and they're still overrated. You know what I mean? So, so you played against subpar quarterbacks at the beginning of the year, and right. you made them look good. Right, and, and then you still—and you still boasted the fewest points allowed. Right, of any team in the league.
0: They but still, still allow have that a. Q- quarterback rating higher than th- that any of them have had.
2: Well, right, and you're a middle of the pack team when it comes to yards allowed. Right. So you're giving up yards. You're giving up uh, some open passes. You know your secondary so so. Malcolm Butler's good. Logan Ryan's okay. Logan well, Ryan sucks this year. He hasn't been good. No. So I mean, I-, I don't look at the Patriots defense and say, well, they're they're the world beaters here. No, it's all about the Patriots offense. We know that. Yes. It's about Tom Brady. And this Patriots offense. All right, let's get back to this Chargers
0: nonsense. <laughs> right, I'm sorry, I went on a detour there.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, what do you think of this? Honestly, San Diego, pretty good market, pretty good sports market. I, I think they're number 16 in terms of uh, population, and and having a, a media market out there. So uh, you're taking away uh, I, an entire it, city's it, team.
0: I know, but it was it was more the stadium. Uh, there was there were problems with Qualcomm.
2: Well, right, but now it's the NFL who's ponying up the money, right? Instead of uh, Dean Spanos putting up his own money to just build a new stadium. Right. Which was a decision that Robert Kraft made here in Foxborough, and it it turned out to be one of the best decisions that he's made in his career as a businessman. So I don't understand it. I don't understand it on either end. I don't get it from Dean Spanos' point of view. I don't get it from the NFL's point of
0: view. I mean, uh, Oakland's moving to uh, Vegas apparently is that I, done though that's it's not, not done officially yet. done but it's, they're put, it sure they put seems in, like they want to they put in uh, paperwork
2: yeah they're trying to get that guy i forget his name who's involved in basically every uh the structural uh every every building that's in vegas it runs through like one guy and i can't remember his name so forgive me for that but they're they're trying to build a stadium in vegas in order to put the raiders in vegas you're
0: right and I, I, so that I think does the, take a team out of the Bay Area, right? The worst thing about the Chargers' move is the fact that they are going to be in a stadium that only seats thirty thousand people. Hmm. How is that supposed to help at all? Revenue? I mean, oh, I, don't I don't know how do, many fans how the is, Chargers get each game, but I
2: mean that that stadium held like sixty thousand, though, I'm didn't just, it? Yeah, I'm just in ga- San Diego.
0: I'm just gonna I'm just gonna miss the Powder Blues. Look, uh, Those the, are the jerseys are great. Best uniforms I actually, in pro sports.
2: Yeah, I actually kind of like the Chargers' jerseys. Ooh, Philadelphia, by the way, in case anybody's wondering, just put one up on the Bruins. They are, Two minutes and yet five again, seconds. <laughs> yet again, the Bruins fall behind within five minutes of the game starting. Ooh, in case you're wondering. In goal. Tuka's in net. Oh, really? Tuka's in net after taking a puck to the throat the other day against Nashville. Ooh, redirection. Yep, a little redirect right out in front there from the Flyers. They're up one nothing, less than five minutes in, and that's the Bruins for you in a nutshell. They fall behind. They fall behind quick, and they've been losing games. Anyway, back to uh, the topic at hand here. I just want to read some of what Dean Spanos wrote to his Chargers fans.
0: Again, after 56 years of San Diego being the home of the Chargers. Philip Rivers was upset. Because he wants to, he doesn't want to move all his fifteen kids. Yeah, I wouldn't either if I yeah, were Philip I think Rivers. It, I think he only has thirteen. But and
2: again, Philip Rivers is <laughs> a, absolutely an outlier in terms of like uh, having to haul a family somewhere. Right. It wouldn't be as difficult for anyone as it would be for Philip Rivers because he has so many kids. Because he has a, a double-digit number of children. <laughs> no one does that.
0: It, his bolo. Is of it that the eighteen hundreds? Also, has all his bolo ties. Jeez, it's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway,
2: so Dean Spanos. Uh, decided to write a, a a heartwarming letter to Chargers fans. The
0: Players Tribune. <laughs> I feel like that's no. He did this on Twitter. I, oh, nice. uh,
2: I believe he, he tweeted a, a nice. You would think after fifty-six years, right, being in one town, You're, you'd have like almost a, a, a several-page, right, nice, uh, nicely penned letter. So uh, I mean, I can you read this used, whole used thing. One of
0: those ink pens.
2: After much deliberation, I have made the decision to relocate the Chargers to Los Angeles, beginning with the 2017 NFL season. So next year. San Diego has been our home for 56 years. It will always be a part of our identity, and my family and I have nothing but gratitude and appreciation for the support and passion our fans have shared with us over the years. Aww. San diego But today, we turn the page and begin an exciting new era as the Los Angeles Chargers. Who don't know how to have a logo. L.A. is a remarkable place. No one in San Diego cares, by the way, that L.A. is a remarkable place. In fact, I don't think anyone in San Diego likes L.A. I'm no, pretty sure there's a healthy rivalry each going other. on there. They, they don't like each, each other. other. They hate each other. LA, L.A. is a remarkable place, San Diego fans. San diego ons. San diego Whites. San Diegans. <laughs> L.A. is a remarkable place, and while we played our first season there in 1960 and have had fans there ever since... Our entire organization knows that we have a tremendous amount of work to do. We must earn the respect and support of
0: L.A. football fans. Do you you think now the Chargers are going to be the next Hard Knocks team because they're moving? Maybe.
2: You could just do a joint Hard Knocks between the Rams and the Chargers if you really wanted to. Well,
0: Rams did it last year. So.
2: Well, okay. So, yeah, maybe it's the Chargers this year. To wrap it up, we must get back to winning, and we must make a meaningful contribution not just on the field but off the field as a leader and champion for the community, the Chargers are determined to fight for L.A., and we are excited to get started. Dean Spanos, owner, chairman of the board. Nothing in there about apologizing no. to his fans for ripping their hearts out, out of nowhere, taking their football team away.
0: Well, they, they did that with their logo.
2: Yeah, they did. They, they've torn apart the logo and said, screw it, we're going to have ugly logos now.
0: We're going to have... Uh, the, a mixture of the Dodgers and the Lightning. Yeah. Did you see the lame tweet? Um, it was like someone tweeted out, it was like, if LA and and the Lightning had a baby, and then the Lightning responded with, we're just friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Lightning
2: don't want anything to do with that, and that's a hockey team in Tampa Bay. Right. They don't even want to be associated <laughs> with an NFL pro franchise because of the situation that's going on <laughs> Right. Here. All right, And that's a team in Tampa Bay playing hockey. do not even want that kind of publicity because it's bad publicity. W- Dean Spano should have apologized to his fans for the sudden nature of this move. And I know it's been talked about a little bit, but I think once uh, the Rams went to L.A., it was sort of anticipated that, okay, San Diego's going to stay in San Diego.
0: Well, there, I mean, I thought there was going to be two teams. I didn't know which two. I thought Oakland might go there. too. I just don't get it. Uh, I don't Why get it put either. two
2: teams in L.A. when they already don't have a good fan base for the one team that's there? The people in L.A. don't care about football. They don't care about sports.
0: They don't care. Yeah, they don't care. They about don't
2: sport. care about sports in general. They, uh, L.A. is filled with people who aren't from L.A. <laughs> it's honestly like I, there are no like homegrown uh, Los Angelites, Let's call them.
0: Los, right? An- Los Angeles. There, uh, might
2: be, there might be a I few like out there, you know, yeah. but if for the most part, L.A. is a place where people end up moving to because it's on the West Coast and it's 70 degrees and sunny every day. And it's Hollywood. And it's Hollywood. And there's glitz and glamour and blah, blah, blah. And it's La La Land. And they get caught up in that whole thing. And no one cares about sports. This isn't a city that cares about football. They showed it this year. They had the L.A. Rams move back there and what, uh, What? three weeks in? They could barely fill the stadium. They weren't getting TV ratings because the team sucked. And now you're going to split the market. You're going to split it in half between the Chargers and the Rams. So not only are you taking
0: away an entire market. Well, they'll have a game every week. They'll have, they'll have two games every week. Well, no. I mean, like, home game. Most weeks, they'll probably have just one yeah, game. Yeah, and,
2: and one of the home games uh, will be at a, at a stadium that seats 30,000 people. Woo! As opposed to, again, I don't understand it on the NFL standpoint because you are splitting a market and you're taking away fandom from a pretty big sports media market in San Diego. Yeah, they, They've got fans out there that I would think would earn them more revenue than half of what you're going to get out of LA because you're going to split the teams in two. Okay, so And then I don't understand it on Dean Spanos' part because if you're Spanos, the right move would have been to just put your own money down towards a stadium. You're worth $2.5 billion. What's $50 million to build a stadium? And you can do whatever you want there. You can do it just like Robert Kraft did. You can have the football there. You can bring a soccer team to San Diego. You can have concerts. You can do whatever you want. You can have a, a, any type of event that you please, and it's your money. It's your stadium. Instead, what's going to happen is the NFL is going to pony up some money, and they're going to get a bunch of the revenue, and it's not going to be De- Dean Spanos' place. You're going to split the LA market, and and I don't see how that's good for ratings, and I don't see how that's good for revenue. Yeah. I don't. So I don't understand the decision on either side.
0: Yeah, and, and, and also, like, all the rebranding that has to go into it. There's just yep. so much that has to go into it, and San Diego was fine. Uh, Chargers... Sure, they could have had more fans, but I think they had a great a good following, I think. If you're a Chargers I, fan, you're a Chargers I thought fan. So. They have the Super Chargers theme song. Like not many teams have their own theme song. I
2: mean, it's just odd that this is a team, it's not like it's, you know, Baltimore or Houston. That's like a recent team or Jacksonville. Right. You know that is a more recent team that doesn't really have a fan base to begin with. This is a team that's been in the NFL now for 56 years as the San Diego Chargers. They have a fan base. Right. They have history. It's disappointing. And to just sort of, you know, it's almost like they just ripped the Band-Aid right off. It's not even like it happened slowly. It happened quickly, suddenly, and it seems like it happened without any care.
0: They had the deadline. uh, The deadline was pushed until uh, this coming Tuesday. So, after MLK Day.
2: Sure. And, I mean, what if they don't hit the deadline then they play another year in San Diego? And that's it. Mm. That's it. That's all that would have happened. Right. It's not like they were gonna just bar the franchise from playing games, right? Because they're not gonna take a team away from the league. Well, I know, move but they—they
0: they decided so quickly, too. They—they're like, "eh, we're not that? That's make what it.
2: I mean. It just seems like a a rushed, bad business decision by Dean Spanos. I don't even think it's a good decision for the league no. to want to have two teams in the same market in a market in LA. That is, honestly, I don't think that interested in football. I don't. Yeah, I don't don't think
0: they're interested in anything other than Hollywood.
2: Seriously, Uh, you know it's it's. You could ask the you could ask
0: them uh, what football teams play in Los Angeles, and they'd be like, "Uh, the Angels." Right. (laughs) (laughs) The Angels and the Giants. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's wrong.
2: (laughs) Wrong sport. Just go sit on the beach. (laughs) Jeez, it's ridiculous. It is. So I, I mean. I don't know, man. I think it's a bad decision,
0: and this is pro- I think it's a more disappointing decision because, uh, as you said, two two teams are now fighting over the same market. Yeah. L.A. is a big market, though. L.A. is a huge market. Right.
2: But, I mean, are you going to sell tickets? No. Are you going to get people to watch? Sometimes. Like, will, will, the, will the in-market ratings, so the ratings on televisions in L.A. be anything near what they would be if you just had the one team? I think you're, you're going to end up uh, diluting it to the point yeah. where nobody's really going to care about either team. That makes sense. You know, you could probably go one way or the other. Maybe uh, San Diego's good one year and the Rams suck.
0: Well, the I Rams sp- are just going to always. Suck.
2: I can see that happening. I can see the Chargers just being the better team and them swiping ratings, but yep. you're going to swipe ratings from the other team. Yeah. So what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Well, so I don't understand it. Plus the Rams
2: suck. The
0: Rams are horrible. They are They're a
2: terrible product. They're not fun to watch. Mm-hmm. San Diego at least has Phillip Rivers, and they're sort of fun to watch.
0: Yeah, I mean they lost like all their offensive weapons, and they still scored points. Yeah, I just I I not I don't think I'll ever understand it. And we'll see what happens.
2: We'll see w- what happens with the ratings. We'll see what happens with the revenue. We'll see what happens with the logo. I don't see how <laughs> it's gonna pan out for them. I really don't. I mean, no. maybe having the new shirts, the new jerseys, will uh, up their revenue. Again, it's all shared. Right. It's all shared. So it's all about the NFL trying to make a little bit more money. A little bit more cash. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. San Diego's gone. San Diego Chargers are no more.
0: No more. They're now the L.A. Chargers. We just have the Padres now. And Anthony
2: Lynn, the former offensive coordinator and interim head coach in Buffalo, is now going to be their head coach, the L.A. Chargers. Go them. Which is better than, what, uh,
0: Sean McVay for the L.A. Rams? Oh, jeez. He's 15 years old. Uh, 30. Close enough. He turns 31 next month. Youngest coach in NFL history unbelievable yeah does it did he even have a job in the nfl before this <laughs>
2: <laughs> i think he was the uh former redskins offensive coordinator okay still a young guy yeah we'll see how that goes mm. if he brings some wade phillips maybe they got a chance to do something on defense but jared goff still their quarterback so they're gonna suck they're gonna be awful to watch mm. so that's the la situation all right we got to go to break we've gone over here uh we're gonna come back with Five questions hosted by me. Our weekly segment, and it is indeed hosted by Brian. It's I mean, going to be
0: short and sweet because we only have one person answering there weren't many questions.
2: options here for five <laughs> questions. It was either going to be me or Brian, and uh, Brian gets the honors. <laughs> so don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. We'll be right back after this.
3: Hi, I'm Liz. Welcome to lol Jewelry and Loan. The economy is pretty rough right now, and if you're looking for a short-term loan, banks aren't making it any easier. Sometimes it can take up to 60 days to get approved. That's crazy. We truly are in the business to lend money and put cash in your hands instantly. Bring in any item and we'll give you cash. We also give you four months before making your first payment. Call or come see us today. Our reputation is impeccable. Lowell Jewelry and Loan on Merrimack Street.
1: Paralyzed Veterans of America, National Service Officers. We've got an entire generation of men and women who have seen war, They're going to need voices, they're going to need advocates. Paralyzed Veterans of America is here to help. We're going to make sure that the Veterans Affairs Gives them everything that they're entitled to. Get all the health care they need.
3: Making a person's house adaptable for them to go back home and live.
1: Education benefits. And we also focus on getting them a job. And if something happens to the veteran, then, you know, we're the spouse's advocate. We help our veterans for free.
3: The way that Paralyzed Veterans of America does that is through their national service officers that are located throughout the United States.
2: Our work is important because people depend on us. And they know when they come to Paralyzed Veterans of America, They're gonna get the right answer, and they know that we are there for them 24-7, because we are. Changing lives,
1: building futures. That's Paralyzed Veterans of America. To learn more, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America.
3: It's pouring rain. It's real dark outside. Your heart starts beating really, really fast. You've never done anything so hard in your life. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. It's such extreme pain, you don't understand how you can finish. I began to feel that there was no way I was ever going to have my title, U.S. Marine. It takes special inner strength, courage, and desire to do this. I was just thinking, I'm so close, I'm so close. And when I I finished, I was like, I'm done. I did it. The moment I will never forget is when This drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me, straight in front of me, put her arm on my shoulder and said, good morning, Marine.
1: PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines for the bare necessities The bare necessities of healthy living are
3: easier than you think
1: You better believe it And the food pyramid shows you the way With just the right amount of exercise And the necessary grains, vegetables, fruits, milk, and meats and beans Just the bare necessities of life So eat right, be active, <laughs> and have fun
3: Yeah, man
1: For your own path to a healthier you, visit MyPyramid.gov This is really live. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Agriculture and the Ag Council Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update.
2: Following a bye during wildcard weekend, the Patriots will open up their postseason tonight against the Houston Texans in the AFC Divisional Round. Both teams are healthy and ready to go, except Adam Schefter reporting this hour that Malcolm Mitchell will not be active for tonight's game, so I take that last statement back. Game time temperature in Foxborough will be about 17 degrees. Kickoff from Gillette Stadium is going to be at 815. You can catch the game on CBS. Elsewhere in the divisional round, Seattle travels to Atlanta to begin their playoff action. Kickoff tonight is at 435 on Fox. Also on Fox, tomorrow, Green Bay is in Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Kickoff there is at 440. And due to a potentially treacherous ice storm hitting Kansas City tomorrow, the Chiefs and Steelers will play their game at 820. You can catch that one on NBC. Isaiah Thomas was working his magic last night. He dropped a game-winning bucket with 2.4 seconds remaining on the clock to lift the Seas to a 103-101 victory over the Hawks. Thomas finished with a game-high 28 points. The Green are off until Monday when they take on Charlotte. And the Bruins are back in action today, taking on the Flyers in a matinee game. Brad Marchand, playing in his 500th career game, just scored to even things up for the Bees. They're tied at 1-1 midway through the first. This Sports Center update is brought to you by Bass, the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Centers. Now with new imaging options, learn more at baskimaging.com. I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studios in Nashua right now.
1: Just what is it that you want to do?
2: Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do.
3: Away, well, wait, baby. Let's go.
2: We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. It's time for
1: five questions. Five is right up. Man, let me ask you something. I got a question. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. You don't have to answer the question. I'll answer the question. 900 a.m. Nashua. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. Calm down. 12:50 well, a.m. Manchester. What did you say? At ESPN NHradio.com. Thank you for all your cooperation.
2: Welcome back to the Sports Blast, everybody. 603-883-9900, the call-in line. We've got five questions this segment. And it's hosted by none other than uh, Brian Roach.
0: And we have a fun buzzer. What is it? It's a fun buzzer.
2: I haven't heard this yet. Oh, the Chargers. <laughs> San- they're not even going to be the San Diego Super Chargers anymore. I know.
0: Uh, they're just going to be regular Chargers. The
2: Los Angeles Super. Nope, it doesn't work. <laughs> it can't do it. It doesn't roll off the tongue the way that San Diego does.
0: No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. San Diego Whites. San po- Diego
2: Ons. Poor guys. San Diegans. San Diego. San, San, San Diegons. <laughs> Dean Spanos needs to ask all of his fans if he were to take some money out of his wallet and give it to them. Would that make him feel
0: better? I don't think so, somehow. I think Probably they want not. their football team back. Probably not. All right. First question get. Guys, I was gonna say, guys, guys, <laughs> guys. you and Fred Flintstone. <laughs> I keep looking at him, he's, he's just sitting there. You
2: know what? It's actually really roomy on this side of the table for a change. I got this whole side, I have my tea over there, I had a donut over
0: there, I got uh, my water bottle. It's all far away. I got so much room to
2: just sort of stretch out.
0: First question How far do the Patriots? Oh, if the Patriots don't, uh, how what is a disappointment for the Patriots? It, With how far they go Like if they make it to the AFC championship game Lose Is that a disappointment What
2: would be disappointing
0: Yes Yeah they gotta go to the Super Bowl Anything
2: less than a Super Bowl appearance Is a
0: disappointment So you think losing in the Super Bowl is fine
2: Depends on how they lose Okay. It depends on how they lose and who they lose to Uh, You know if they go up against Aaron Rodgers In Green Bay It's a tough game That ain't easy It's gonna be warm Will be warm, be warm in Houston. Absolutely, it's a hot place. It's Texas. Everything's hot down there.
0: Now, now, I know this is unrelated to this question, but if Houston wins against the Patriots and advances to the Super Bowl, is that unfair? I feel like that's unfair.
2: I mean, we won't even see them advance to the Super Bowl because there will be a <laughs> a, a crack in the earth that <laughs> allows us to access the depths of hell, which will then freeze over after first getting rained on by a bunch of pigs who were flying and then died because the Texans beat the Patriots.
0: Mm. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're talking plague, locusts, <laughs> you're talking... Uh, th- I can't even discuss that as an option. As I'm just scenario. saying, like, if Houston beats the Patriots and then goes on to the Super Bowl, do I look at the loss to the Houston Texans as better? No, no. that's not what I'm saying. Wait, what are you saying? There? I'm
0: saying, is it unfair for Houston because the Super Bowl's in Houston? I feel like. Oh, that's I mean, home. if they
2: went to, yeah, well, yeah a little bit. It's yeah.
0: a, it's unfair for the opponent. I feel slightly, like, I except feel for
2: like- the fact that they're playing the Texans.
0: Right. I know, but I'm just saying. I feel like they need a change for, like, if a Super Bowl contending team makes it, like... Into the playoffs? Yeah. You'd have to change the venue, I mean? Not, Not change the venue. I'm saying if they make it to the Super Bowl, you have to change the venue. Well, they couldn't do that on such short notice. You got
2: people booking tickets to go to the Super Bowl, like, a year and a half before the Super Bowl even happens. Which is ridiculous. Well, it's not ridiculous. It's the biggest game of the year. And it's always in a neutral playing field.
0: Yeah, that's true. So, but I mean, if it
2: happens to not, not be neutral. neutral, if it happens to not be neutral, then what do you do? Yeah, true. You just happen to get a, a home field advantage. It's not as if, you know, people in Houston are going to be able to hoard those tickets. True. All right. Let's go back to my question. All right. <laughs> I already told you. Yeah. I, it won't matter because hell will have frozen over. We won't be there for it. If the, if Houston wins too. Oh, that's not my question. What is it? Well, no, oh, not... the disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the, the disappointment. It would be That was just a bonus question. They just need to <laughs> uh they just need to make it to the Super Bowl for me. Yeah. Honestly, they got to be in that game. If they if they lose this week or if they lose next week,
0: I'm disappointed. All right, question 2. Georgia! Such a nice beat. Oh, San Diego. <laughs> uh second question is, all right. So, team you want to face the most and least want to face in the Super Bowl? The team I would want
2: to face the most if I'm the Patriots is probably Atlanta. Uh, Because I think that they're the most generic team in terms of offense and defense. You know who you got to stop. Even though they have some weapons on offense. I think that if it's Matt Ryan going up against a Bill Belichick coach defense, they could walk all over Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I don't think Atlanta's battle tested. I don't think they're ready for something like that. But
0: They play each other next year at
2: Gillette. It's close between them and Dallas. Okay. It's close, because I think, uh, and there's a track record of this, I, I would have to look up the stats, but Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks in his career?
0: Yeah. yeah he's got to be something like 40-1. And, and one. plus, Bill Belichick wants to shove it in Jerry Jones's face.
2: Oh, absolutely, so would Robert Kraft. I mean, the two most powerful owners in the league, two two most powerful franchises in maybe all of sports. I would love to see a Dallas Patriots Super Bowl. I just think that uh, Dallas would have a tough time A really tough time keeping up with the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, But again, I I could be wrong. I really need to see Dallas play against Green Bay uh, because I do think that they're going to win that game by managing the clock, running the ball with Zeke Elliott. So they would scare me if they they can take out Green Bay and then they take out whoever they got next. Yeah, Dallas would scare me too. I think the NFC is a lot more dangerous than the AFC. Agreed. So anyone coming out of the NFC I'd be a little nervous about. I think the most nervous I would be is for either Green Bay or Seattle. Yeah. Um... Seattle, just because again they've been there before, they know how it is, and they probably a revenge factor there for them wanting to or exact Bef, a little Bef bit of revenge.
0: Bev won't call that play this
2: time. Or what if he does? Bevel. What if he does? Just because you know, it's like <laughs> it's like a double switcheroo, <laughs> oh. and then it gets into the double triple switcheroo. Yeah, you know, like okay, we're on the one yard line, we're down by three points. We're gonna uh, four points. We're gonna run the football. We're gonna pass it. You know what? They know. They, oh, my God. They know. We're, we're not going to actually run the football here because they're expecting us to run the football because the last time we did this, we passed. It didn't work out. So they're expecting us to run the football. We're going to pass.
0: And then they're actually going to do play action uh, read. So they're going to do <laughs> like a read a, Like option. a bootleg and
2: a read route, and, <laughs> yeah. and Russell Wilson ends up running backwards 15 yards and gets sacked. Yeah. That's what'll happen, because they'll <laughs> overthink it. And be like, uh, uh, yeah, we're not going to run the football in this one, but uh, we'll pass it, because that's what they're expecting. Wait a minute. No, I've confused myself now. I don't know what to do. Delay a game penalty? Oh, crap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're back five yards. Darn it. <laughs>
2: yeah, so uh, Seattle doesn't scare me as much as Green Bay, though, just because of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah.
0: So there you go. I'd be most scared of Green Bay. I'd be least scared of Atlanta. All right. Question three. So with the powder blues officially gone, Mm -hmm. what's your favorite NFL uniform? And what's your favorite uniform of all time? Ooh. Uh,
2: Favorite NFL uniform. I really do like the Seahawks jerseys. The new ones. I think they're cool.
0: The oh wait the color the rush? home jerseys oh, the home okay. jerseys not, the, not co- the color I don't like any of the color rush stuff oh style. I liked I liked I liked Seattle's color rush lime green mm, sexy no nah, it's gross you know I've always been a fan of, like traditional jerseys anyway
2: like I really like the Packers jerseys I, uh, I don't really like the Cowboys jerseys even though it's kind of a, you know it's a classic it hasn't yeah. changed uh, Green Bay Seattle yeah, I like them as football jerseys. I'm not a huge fan of any of them in particular. To me, the Blackhawks still have the best jersey in all of sports. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, give me a classic jersey like that. I even like the Maple Leafs. I love uh, I love the Red Sox jerseys because it's classic. Bruins Bruins are all right. But, you know, the Red Wings, the Maple Leafs, the Blackhawks,
0: those are, those are three, my three favorites. What do you think of the um, Celtics jerseys on Christmas? The grays? Oh, with the classic green coloring. Oh, I loved them. I don't them. know. So so. I loved them. I think you're a little over the top about it. To
2: be
0: <laughs> I don't know why you loved it so much. I don't know. I just, it, it was a classic feel to it. It's gray. It's it, gray. Why, yeah, but why it was is gray, it classic? It, because it was gray TVs with green. used
2: to just be black and white? Like Yes. So, so I mean, <laughs> so you get the gray color there. Like, great. It's gray. It's gray. It's, gray. it's literally almost the absence of color. Mm. Black is, but that's okay. Yeah, but gray is just gray. Gray's boring, gray's bland. I didn't like the Celtics jerseys, all right? Okay. I didn't like them. All right. I answered your question.
0: Question four. <laughs> all right. Question four. David Price went on a bit of a tirade about racist comments that were added to him, but also he said he was gonna op- he wasn't gonna opt out of the contract in 2018. Yeah. Do you think he's gonna opt out of the contract in 2018? No. <laughs> Please come on.
2: Uh, I mean, I. I don't know if it's uh, substantiated evidence. All
0: I find it difficult not to believe. Players that have that in their contract have opted out, including Arod.
2: Okay, sure, but I mean, I, I don't see a reason to. Really, I mean, what? Because somebody wants to
0: be uh, an ignorant d bag at the park? You're well, gonna no, go- that isn't the gonna, reason. You're gonna why get that anywhere. That isn't the reason he would opt out. So
2: why did you tie the two together?
0: Because that's it. They were both in the same speech.
2: Okay, well, I, I mean, <laughs> look on the on the racial slurs. Yeah, I find it hard not to believe David Price. I mean, because why would you make something like that up? Right. You know. At well, the same why time, mention it? At the same time, it hasn't been substantiated. Right. Uh, by anyone else, and, and I mean, you've got, what about the cop? Like, right? You've there, got cops. Like, you got security guards. You got other fans. You got other players, other teammates, other coaches. So none of these people came out and said anything about it. David Price is the only one to say anything about it, but. And why is he
0: mentioning it now?
2: Right. Why now as opposed to when it actually happened, you know? I mean, it
0: probably has to do with Jake Crowder situation that happened.
2: What was that all about anyway? You know, like, look... Jay Crowder, for what it's worth, I think is the only person who makes sense to me on the Celtics. Yeah. Because I don't understand NBA fans rooting for anyone on the opposing team. Especially right. when it's Gordon freaking Hayward, right. who's not even a good player. He's alright. He's not even that good, though. I His get it when it's Durant, like alright? points a game. And by the way, if you want to go ahead and go down the race road with, with Boston fans, they rooted for Kevin Durant just as hard as they rooted for Gordon Hayward. Right. That's not to me a race thing, because they rooted for Kevin and Durant. Cousins. That's a That's a desperate fan base thing. Right. Okay, they are so desperate... That they were willing to cheer for Gordon Hayward. And Cousins. Yeah, DeMarcus Cousins, again, is a superstar. Right. They'll it, cheer for anyone. Right. They'll cheer for anyone in this league at this point. Right. Because they're that desperate. I think
0: Crowder was just upset.
2: This is why I hate the NBA, by the way. And right. I hate, I, I I can't even stand the fan base. All right? And Celtics fans. Jay Crowder is the only person on this team I respect for actually speaking up and saying, Hey, I'll get the hell out of here if you don't want to be a hard-nosed fan base. Right. You're getting soft, seas fans. They are. I'm calling you out right here and now. You have gotten soft, <laughs> all right? And the NBA is soft in general, too, because it's a league the predicated... the Celtics are
0: now number three.
2: It is a league predicated on superstars and getting superstars, and getting superstars that, on your team. That's how you win. You can't win without a superstar. Right. And now we're being relegated to rooting and cheering for Gordon Hayward.
0: Right. Who isn't a superstar. Ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Final question. Chargers! So during the New Year's celebration, I was thinking... The ball dropping is really boring. Yeah, it is. I I I want to know if you had an idea for a new tradition for New Year's Eve. What would it be?
2: I mean, I'd probably keep fireworks around. I'd just maybe make the ball drop a little bit more exciting. I don't know. You know, have it come crashing down into some like building that's meant to be demolished. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be at the top of the Empire State Building. It doesn't have to be there. And you just have an extravagant ball drop where instead of slowly going down the pole at a snail's pace till it hits the bottom, you just have almost like the elevator at an amusement park. That would be more exciting. You have it hit the bottom, bam, boom, sparks fly,
0: fireworks. Even better. Happy New Year. If when it hit the ground, it was filled with candy.
2: Yeah, right? Sorry. Candy and money. Yeah, candy and money. And money.
0: Well, I I mean, only a few people get to... Pick up the money because yeah, you don't want to rush right there because that would be just yeah, dangerous. You can set
2: up a machine there down the bottom that would make that confetti like money just go all over the place. Okay. You've all seen right. confetti fall from the sky. Money would fall the same way, be spread out for everyone to enjoy. Sorry, I'm trying to picture it. I mean, there would be some mayhem, <laughs> there would be some injuries, <laughs> right? But still, it'd be more exciting. A death or two. You asked for a more exciting yeah, New I Year's. I, I give did. you a more exciting it, it, New Year's. It year. was, it was. You can see the best and the worst of people right. if you just throw money at them. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> you really do.
0: But that's five questions. Excellent. We, we actually went over. I was surprised. I knew we would. I, I didn't think we would because it was one person.
2: Yeah, we, we've been long-winded today. Uh-huh. We really have
0: been. Uh, maybe this gives us more free range. My, my throat is starting to get a little sore. But.
2: Mine is, too. I almost just lost it there <laughs> yelling at,
0: uh, at Celtics fans. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I didn't even get to finish the thought on David Price. Like, I wonder if it will be substantiated.
0: Yeah, I really do. I don't think it will. I mean, he'll just uh, he'll just be like, he'll, he'll sh- uh, when he wins a playoff game, he'll just shove it in their face. And be right, like, right. And who ain't can't don't- win playoff games now? Look, don't get me wrong.
2: Right, Not me, because I'll a, lose them. There's a bad history in the city of Boston when it comes to race. I, I think that things have gotten a lot better, but at the same time, yeah. I grew up in a place where I, you still hear old-timers you yeah. know, speaking in a way that they just shouldn't be talking.
0: Yeah, I, I just can't wait for baseball season to start. I want to see Chris Sale, David Price.
2: Oh, that's going to be great. Oh. So far away, though. I know. So very far oh, it's away.
0: Oh, a, It's a month away for spring training, basically. Yeah, we can't
2: think about that, though. The Patriots are in the postseason. I know. Celtics actually look pretty good right now, too. They're the number
0: three seed, yeah.
2: But Celtics fans, <laughs> don't tell Jay Crowder to get out of town, because he's the only one who gets it. Mm-hmm. He gets it more than you. Isaiah Thomas Stop gets it. Stop rooting for other
0: players. Isaiah Sto- Thomas gets it. And if you're going to root for <laughs> other players,
2: don't don't let it be a guy at the caliber of Gordon Hayward. I get it with Durant. You want to pry that guy from that team and bring him to Boston. I get that. Fine. But it's so ridiculous that the league is so predicated on getting superstars in order to win that you have to be, as a fan gaze, relegated to cheering for the other team. Right. One individual on another team. It's not even like you're a fan of the team. You're a fan of one guy.
0: And apparently people at the game said it wasn't that bad of cheering. Uh, it was during the, like, introduction.
2: Oh, I'm sure the crowd it was it was. Uh, too hurt by it you know I'm, I'm sure he was but whatever I like that attitude I I hope I hope that the fans take something from Jay Crowder and and see this is the team you've got it's gonna be difficult to lure a superstar here, and you know what? Root for the team that's on the court. It, it shouldn't Stop be difficult.
0: The... They're now the number three seed. They're now the third best. Right. Team so you in got a, a crappy pre- Eastern. Conference. You got a pretty
2: good team in a crap Eastern Conference. How about just cheering for the team that's on the court, right? Instead of trying to lure some player here by cheering for like you're not going to be the deciding factor, Celtics fans. I'm sorry, you don't matter that much to these players. You don't. Not until they're here, on the roster. Okay. So. Sorry if that hurts, but you need to be less soft. The NBA in general needs to be less soft. Anyway, that was five questions. We're going to have a short blast off when we come back. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire.
1: 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN. Come experience all the joys of living at Bedford Green. Only steps from the Merrimack River and Heritage Walking Trails, the Bedford Green offers some of the largest floor plans in the area with a convenient location only minutes from Manchester. Bedford Green is the town's newest luxury living address featuring granite counters, stainless steel appliances, natural light and spacious layouts, and offers easy accessibility to restaurants, shopping, and all the major highways. Visit BedfordGreenNH.com. Outdoor Almanac brought to you by New Hampshire Fishing Games Wildlife Journal. When I think of my youth, I remember a stage of life that's vibrant and full of possibility. The same is true for our forests. A young forest is a light-filled place rich with quickly growing trees, shrubs, wildflowers and other plants. It may look unruly, but it provides food and shelter for a wide variety of creatures, many of whose numbers have declined in recent decades. In the past, wildfires and flooding created this young forest habitat by creating openings for fresh new growth. Today, we have largely controlled those natural processes. The responsibility now falls on us to make enough new young forests so wildlife can thrive. Timber harvests, prescribed fires, and mowing can renew middle-aged woods, making them younger and more vital. Do your part by supporting young forest projects on public and private land. Become a well-informed wildlife advocate. Outdoor Almanac is brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Game's Wildlife Journal, the magazine for people with outside interests. Stress, it can make your heart race your head pound, and your stomach churn. While a little stress can be a good thing and even help you perform under pressure, too much stress can be bad for your health, causing headaches, stomach pain, trouble sleeping, and even a weakened immune system. In the United States, it's estimated that up to 90% of visits to primary care doctors are due to stress-related health problems. It's hard to avoid stress altogether, but there are steps you can take to manage it. During National Stress Awareness Month in April, visit Optum.com stress for more information about how to prevent stress from getting the better of you, including stress first aid techniques you can do in the moment when you're feeling stressed, and stress prevention techniques to help change the way you approach and think about certain situations. To learn more, visit Optum.com stress. That's optu dot stress. A public service message from this station.
3: This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. You've never done anything so hard in your life. You don't understand how you can finish. It takes inner strength and desire to become a Marine. When I I finished, I was like, I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me and said, good morning, Marine.
1: PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. Standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update.
2: Following a bye during wild card weekend, the Patriots will open up their postseason tonight against the Houston Texans in the AFC Divisional Round. Both teams are ready to go. Adam Schefter reporting this hour that Malcolm Mitchell will not be active for tonight's game. Game time temperature in Foxborough will be about 17 degrees. Kickoff from Gillette Stadium is at 815. You can catch the game on CBS Elsewhere in the divisional round, Seattle travels to Atlanta to begin their playoff action. Kickoff tonight is at 4.35 on Fox. Also on Fox, tomorrow Green Bay is in Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Kickoff there is at 4.40. And due to a potentially treacherous ice storm hitting Kansas City tomorrow, the Chiefs and Steelers will play their game at 8.20. You can catch that one on NBC. Isaiah Thomas was working his magic last night. He dropped the game-winning bucket with 2.4 seconds remaining on the clock to lift the Celtics to a 103-101 victory over the Hawks. Thomas finished with a game-high 28 points. The Green are off until Monday, and they take on Charlotte. And the Bruins are back in action today, taking on the Flyers in a matinee game. Brad Marchand playing in the 500th game of his career. Scored to even things up for the Bruins. They're tied at 1-1 in the first intermission. This Center update is brought to you by Budweiser. This Bud's for you. I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now.
1: I know you're tired. I know you're hurting. And I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational. But that just wouldn't be our style. Pain heels, Chicks dig scars. Glory. Last forever. Right 2, 1, and Without much further
0: ado, it's time for the blastoff. What is this? This is kind of like a free-for-all fun fest.
2: ESPN New Hampshire. We're talking about their stats in 14 mile an hour plus winds. The winds aren't going to be 14 plus miles an hour. We couldn't wait for the forecast to come out to find out that this story wasn't relevant at all.
0: Shut up!
2: 900 a.m. Nashua. There's a reason why he's playing back, because he wants out. I don't
0: want to hear your
2: excuses. you probably go to the Lakers just to live it up in L.A. You're
1: going to love it. You're going to love it. Now,
2: how do you like
1: them apples?
0: I don't like the sound of them apples. And
1: 1250 a.m. Manchester. Mm. I've seen your picture somewhere. It's in the encyclopedia. The Sports Blast. Every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Right here on ESPN New Hampshire. I didn't know all that. This and now
2: Welcome back into the Sports Class, everybody. It is time for the blast off in the final 5 minutes of our show. 3 hour show. It was just me and Brian Roach all day today. Did a lot of talking. How you feel? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good, right?
0: I could do this 5 days a week.
2: Yeah, I think we could. I think, we, uh, I think we filled the show pretty well today. Uh, usually we've got four people here to bounce thoughts off of. You know, it's always a little bit different when you have three people, and now we're down to two people. We just kind of had a three-hour-long conversation about football today. Nice. We didn't, we didn't even
0: really change it up. We have a nice little tandem.
2: Yeah, we thought we might have to throw in some Celtics. We thought we might run out of uh, things to talk about, talk about ruins or something like that. No, we did three hours of football today, and we should, because it's football weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Divisional round. Sure, the Patriots game sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. It's horrible. But, I mean, what do you do? <laughs> Nothing. You can't do anything about that, yeah. right? You just you got to sort of roll with it. Roll it's, with the it's punches. It's not going to be an entertaining game. It, it will be you know, for Patriots can, fans. For Patriots fans, it might be fun to just like, oh, yeah. you can get drunk and not even pay attention because you already know the outcome. Even if you don't remember what happened in the game tonight, you know what happened because the Patriots are going to blow the Houston Texans out of the water. Tom Brady in the postseason 22 and 9. The Houston Texans as a franchise in the postseason are 3 and 3. Come on now. We joking?
0: It's ridiculous.
2: Come on. Is that a joke? Tom Brady's 22 and 9 on his own in the postseason and the Houston Texans as a franchise are 3 and 3 in playoff play. That's ridiculous. You've also outscored them 54-6 uh, in the last two appearances, and you beat them 27 nothing this year with the third-string QB.
0: What the hell? Mm. How do you get excited for this game? You, you you do. You're just like, how many points are they going to score? 50? Uh, 50? 55? 70? Could they hit 60? <laughs> Could they do that if they wanted to?
2: I don't know. A 100. I don't think they would, though. I don't think they'd put. Uh, I don't think they'd stomp on the throat of the Texans just because you know there's so many former Patriots there. Right. You gotta be nice. I'm not gonna embarrass them. Right. But I mean, what is that saying about the Texans when you're just talking about the Patriots being able to dictate the terms of how badly they crush them tonight? And that's what we're talking about. How bad will the Patriots crush the Texans? Seventy-five nothing. It's not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> it's really not. If they wanted to, I think they could. Yeah. I think they could. They just won 27 to nothing against them. Is just, it yeah. possible
0: for Houston to score negative points?
2: No, no. but I wish it was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like each sack was a negative point. Yeah. Each turnover was a negative two points. And a, a safety so if was a negative if you three had points. The,
2: if you had <laughs> every player on the Patriots and every player on Houston on two opposite fantasy football teams, yes, maybe. Mm-hmm. You could see the Houston Texans ending up with negative amount of points. But hey, it's not all bad because we got three other good games, three other good football games this week, and that's compared to last week where I wanted to ask you uh, uh, just a couple questions about last weekend's football games. Yes. Namely, uh, who pooped the bed the most last week? Odell Beckham Jr. Yes. (laughs) The same answer. Oh, nice. Well, this is going well. (laughs) Yeah, how do, you, how do you go out on a boat in Miami with Justin Bieber and then show up and drop passes, big passes, one touchdown for a first down, passes. one for a touchdown? How do you go and do that
0: I don't know. and then not expect criticism? Mm-hmm. Odell Beckham. And then he punched a wall. Biggest. I think the wall was the biggest disappointment. It didn't hold up to his punch. Yeah, yeah the
2: wall was pretty disappointing too, <laughs> I guess. Odell Beckham by far uh, pooped the bed the most last week. I wanted to ask you this as well. Uh, which team has the most to prove this weekend? Atlanta. I agree. <laughs> well look at that. Look at that. Look at us agreeing on everything. Yeah, it's because of Matt Ryan, that 1-4 right. playoff record, man. Exactly. He's got by far the most to prove. A uh, uh, close second, Dallas. Right. But, I mean, you can't really have that high of expectations. I know there's a lot of hype, but you can't have high expectations for them. Right. Which of the four NFC QBs do you not want to see in the Super Bowl? We sort of talked about this. <laughs> it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's three good ones in the NFC. Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. Aaron Rodgers is the guy you want to avoid. Right. Absolutely. Final score of the Patriots game tonight. 35-10. I'm saying 45 to 9. Okay. 45 to 9 Patriots win. We really got to get going. All right, everybody. That's it for the sports class. Thank you very much for Dave Pollard and Brian Roach. We'll be back next week with a full squad. Thank Adios. you very much for listening. Take care.
1: <laughs> the Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy. Weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio.